I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. Welcome back to another episode of Your Food Looks Funny. I'm your host, Marcus T. And if you're just joining us for the first time, our show is pretty much here to help out picky eaters. I used to be one and now I'm a chef. Go figure. But helping people decide how to advance their palates, how to up their food game, how to get out of that picky mode. Okay, we're not we're not talking down at you. We're just here to help give you some more perspectives outside of chicken tenders and french fries when you go to the steakhouse. It doesn't have to be that simple. You can reach for the new thing, try something new out on the menu. But today we're talking lemons. So we've been talking about some strong flavors. And for some reason, I skipped over this uh, acidic fruit. It's very sour, but swinging back around to it. Got some other things in the work for some other things like coffee coming up sooner than later. But right now, like I said, we're talking lemons. So very strong flavor, very distinct flavor. Many things that you could uh, you could taste this in. The many forms that this lemon could come in vast. Uh, I don't know why I said vast there. That had nothing to do with it. Me trying to be better than I am. Again, went to culinary school, did not major in English. But lemons, lemons, yeah, they come from trees. Turns out most of them come from India. I think there's about uh, 3 million tons of them I just read here that come from India, 3.1 million tons. Next closest was Mexico with 2.5 million, China with 2.5. America ain't even in the top six as of 2018 when this survey was conducted to see where they come from. They need to be in climates that stay above 45 degrees Fahrenheit. And turns out America most of the time will dip below that every now and then. So they need that warmer climate all the time. I'm sure there are some grown in America, probably in Florida or California, but right now they're not on this list. India is holding that down as the top producer of lemons. Another thing that I also came across when it comes to lemons, they provide about 64% of your daily amount of vitamin C, as in one lemon can provide 64% of the vitamin C you needed. We'll hit the button on that one. Silence. 64%. That's a huge percentage. So basically, if you ate two lemons, I don't know who taking lemons to the head like that. But lemons, get your vitamin C ready. You might need to pucker up after you do it. Go ahead and ah, get it together. Put the finger on the neck. It's going to be a little sour, but you will be vitamin C'd up. Ready to fight off scurvy any day of the week. Scurvy. Anywho, lemons. Moving more into the taste of the lemons, different forms that you can get lemons in lemon juice, lemon oils, uh, lemon rind, lemon zest, uh, lemon slices. You see them everywhere, but you don't pay attention to them. You don't pay attention to them. I'm going to tell you why your drink, your water. When you order water, what do they ask you? You want lemon. Maybe sometimes they don't ask you. I don't like lemon with my water. I want my water as plain as it can get. No ice room temperature. Okay. Don't bring me your lemons. And I work in the restaurant industry. I know that this is a touchy point for some people after they started putting this stuff on the news about people cutting lemons at bars and servers, not washing their hands and 
using these unclean surfaces to cut lemons to put in your drinks. And then suddenly you got this, uh, I don't know what people have on their hands that people are, you know, suddenly afraid of other than COVID. This is before COVID though. This is way before that people cutting these lemons with their nasty hands and then dropping them in your drinks and then deciding that you was going to drink up whatever germs they decided to add to your lemons. It's not always the case. I can't vouch for every restaurant and every bar in the world, obviously. But I know I don't want lemons with mine in general just because I don't like the taste. I'm not afraid of the germs. Germs are everywhere. Okay. And that's not saying that somebody didn't get sick from a lemon and they backtracked it to a server who didn't wash their hands and then they cut a lemon. I'm not here to discourage you from taking lemon in your water. If that's what you want to do, if you want to bring your own lemons from home, if you got a tree in the backyard, feel free. I don't know how that's going to go over at the restaurant, but you know, do what you want to do, but lemons in the water. So we're starting off with lemons in the water. And while we're there, just halt for a second. While we're there, is anybody still doing the thing where they order a bowl of lemons to squeeze into their water? to make lemonade for themselves and then a whole bunch of packets of sugar. Is anybody still doing that? If you've seen anybody do this recently, please reach out to the show. Let me know because I think that looks extremely funny. 419-777-4259 to call or text the show with this information. Be my private investigator. If you've seen somebody with a bowl of lemons deciding to do their own DIY lemonade at the table to try to scoop it up for free, let me know because people are making these profits off of these drinks. So I ain't mad at you. It just seems like a lot of work when you could have just paid like two fifty three dollars and got lemonade. It, it might have been syrup based minute made or something, but at least you didn't have to sit there and squeeze all day. That's just ridiculous. Anywho, after you've gotten your drink, probably water with lemonade, maybe your kids ordered a lemon. Hey, maybe you get an appetizer. Maybe you get some calamari or something. What's it coming with? Okay, probably a red sauce and uh, probably some lemons. Why? Because it's a fried food. And in order to cut through the fat of fried foods, normally they'll give you something with acid in it. Now, we're not talking limes today. Limes have their own kind of deal going on and their own separate set of foods. I love the foods that limes come with, but today we're talking lemons. Lemons. You squeeze that on the calamari. You get your little acidic fix Right on that calamari, it's fried. You're getting the fattiness from having that fried food. Okay, maybe you wanted a, a light lunch appetizer entree or a dinner entree. Maybe you got some fish and chips, okay? You're still getting lemon, okay? The theme here is fried. Fried equals fat. Fat is cut with acid. So normally when you watch these cooking shows on Food Network, or at least when I do, they talk about balance. And I've talked about balance on this show before. And a good way to balance a fatty item, a fatty item that could be fried, that could be something that just has a lot of fat in it in general, is throw some lemon juice in there. Lemon juice is the cure to a lot of things. Okay? It's very acidic. I think on the pH scale, it rated at a 2.2. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the scale of pH from like fourth grade science class or wherever we got out of that was... The pH scale goes from 0 to 14, okay? 0 would be really acidic 
and 14 would be really alkaline. If, if I'm hit anything wrong in here, remember, I went to culinary school. I did not go for chemistry, but I do remember some of this stuff. That's why I have a button for it. Okay. Science, science, science. So again, on the pH scale of acidity, so zero being really acidic and seven being water. So seven is right in the middle. That's where your neutral point is. Lemons fall at a 2.2, which is pretty acidic, which is why you won't catch a lot of moldy lemons because mold needs a more neutral environment to grow or those bacteria itself. So they usually want somewhere between a five and a half, 5.5 to about a seven. That's where they want to grow at. And I just took my serve safe exam all over again. So some of this stuff is stuck in my head and it's pretty much a review for me. Helping you learn some things out as well. That's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to teach you a little bit more than you knew yesterday. So again, on this pH scale, lemons are pretty acidic. So they're also used as a preservation liquid. And when I say preservation liquid, that could also mean a marinade. So maybe your food, especially if you ordered some sort of fish or seafood, maybe they hit it with a lemony marinade or some lemon juice and some oil Salt and pepper, very basic, very basic flavor profiles because you don't want to over mush that fish, that seafood, whatever you got that's of a light and flaky texture because it will turn to mush, but you'll still get that lemony flavor, right? It's also a way of preserving the fish itself because the bacteria and stuff that want to grow on that fish are going to show up really quick. When fish is bad, you know Fish is bad. Matter of fact, everybody near your fish knows that fish is bad. Okay. When people say, I want fish, but I don't want it to be fishy. That's what they mean. Most of the time. Some people just don't like fish and they don't know that they don't like fish. If that makes sense. Come on. But if every fish to you tastes fishy, you don't need to be eating fish. You are, you are a chicken person. I'm just going to let you that know that right now but when it comes to fish seafood lemon is a main thing that goes along with that and i've kind of talked about that when i was talking the appetizer with the calamari and uh the fish and chips with the lemon you know tartar sauces marinade marinades for lemon they're, they're used everywhere because the acid you, you want to use a natural citric juice or normally vinegar is like the other acidic thing that's used when it comes to it. But lemon, I have a recipe actually on your foodlooksfunny.com. When you hit the recipes tab for a lemon herb chicken, and obviously I use lemon in the marinade or the otherwise it would be false advertising. But I use lemon in the marinade and it gets a great bright flavor. And I know bright is a visual visual adjective but you get what i mean it's very summery it's very light why because lemons give you that feel why because they grow in those warmer climates so you think lemons when you think warm you don't think lemon in the winter nobody's having a a cinnamon lemon cookie in the winter time that's just not a thing okay lemon is a warmer climate kind of deal why because kids used to sit on the block and try to sell you lemonade right why because you wanted that bright that refreshing taste 
in the summer. And that's where we sitting while I record this episode. We're in the middle of August, dead in the heat of summer. It's been storming like crazy this past past week. We got some flood watches going on. I'm looking to see if Noah's building an ark outside. I just need to make sure that, you know, we're not getting ready for 40 days of rain here. But anywho, lemons. Moving on from seafood to marinades to desserts. How about them desserts, right? Lemon-based desserts. Yeah, lemon-based desserts. Excuse me there. Lemon-based desserts. Think of lemon meringue pie, okay? Think of like a, a no-bake cheesecake. I don't know what exactly to call it, but that's what I, we call it cheesecake, but it wasn't actually cheesecake because we didn't bake it or anything. It, it's, it's like four simple ingredients. I'll, I'll let you know the ingredients. It's cream cheese, lemon juice, vanilla, and sweetened condensed milk, and you let it set in a graham cracker crust in the refrigerator pretty much overnight, and then it'll set up. But the lemon gives it that tang, that little tartness, that you just, you come back for more. Okay, I come back for more. I used to sneak up in the middle of the night. My brother taught me how to make them because I used to sneak out and eat the cherries off the top of the cheesecake that he would make. And it would just be like the red goo sitting there up on top of it. And he was like, hey, I'm not making this anymore. I'm going to show you how to make it. And I don't think I've seen him make one since. And this was decades ago. Decades ago. Pound cakes. So lemon Pound cakes. I think that was one of Starbucks' biggest selling items for a long time. When I first started working uh, for the company I'm at now, we sold Starbucks uh, lemon pound cake. That thing sold like hotcakes. Anytime it was crumbs left in the little box with the little icing and stuff, oh, man, that was gone. We go ahead and clean that out. Go ahead and give me the scraps. It was like watching vultures. Okay, we finished one of the cases of the lemon pound cake, where the scraps at. That's where where the scraps at. That lemon icing with that lemon flavored pound cake. It was nice and moist. Give you that tart taste with a little sugar on the back end. Oh man. I don't know what Starbucks was putting in there. I've never had crack before. Never had it. But this tasted a little suspicious. That's all I'm gonna say. A little suspicious. I don't know what was in there. Uh, the lemon pound cake, lemon pies, uh, lemon icings on cakes. Uh, that's pretty much all I got for desserts. I don't. I make a lot more desserts than I try. Oh, I make a lemon blueberry bar. It's just like a bar. It's like a short bread bar. You press it down in the pan. You mix a little lemon juice with some blueberries. You cook it down. You let it form a nice gel. You know, it's a little sugary, got a little crunch, a little bite to it. I call it Dear Summer because them things taste like summer. Lemon and blueberry, I love it. I made a lemon blueberry frozen yogurt as well. Really good. Really good. Okay, again, bright taste. Good, bright taste. That's the only descriptor I have for it, apparently, in this episode is just bright. Sunny, I, I don't know, whatever else. You can put to it. It's it's a thousand watt. Whatever descriptor that has nothing to do with it other than the description of its own color. That's what it is. That's what lemon is. Last thing I got to talk about when it comes to lemons, drinks. Okay, we talked about the water with the lemon. We talked about lemonade. We know it's a major thing 
uh, for certain drinks at a bar, uh, lemon drops and, and such, but just plain drinks. And we talked about tea a few episodes ago, but lemon, I don't know if I got into how much lemon is used in tea. And I didn't realize that they use the leaves of the lemon more times to flavor these teas than they do actual juice or zest. They use the leaves of the tree. That same tree that's over there in India and Mexico and China, but not in America because we ain't got the climate for it. Apparently we grow everything else over here or at least California and Florida do. They got like a monopoly when it comes to growing uh, that kind of climate stuff. Everybody else gets the wheat and bread and corn, but you know, I'm not jealous or anything being from Ohio. It's not like I was a farmer, but anywho, lemons in your tea, the leaves, something I didn't know. Something I didn't pay attention to, nor did I, you know, really care because I'm a peach tea fan. That'll transition me in a second. But lemons, lemons in your tea. Who's a fan of lemon tea? I'm more a fan of, you know, like some sort of orange, maybe orange and honey is is good to me. Very similar with the citric taste, but a little more subtle. When I make my sweet potato pound cake, I use orange zest, not lemon, because it gives a little bit of that bright flavor again. There's that word again without being overpowering and so in your face like the lemon or lime would. Make sense? Right. And I just mentioned peaches a second ago. August is National Peach Month, one of my favorites. Lived down in Atlanta for a long time. The peach state that gets its peaches from South Carolina most of the time. But Georgia has a few peach farms. But peaches, National Peach Month. So I want to leave you with a, uh, a couple of things that I read on social media. Not particularly detaining... Uh, pertaining to lemons, but still funny nonetheless. The show is a little comedic here to lighten your day a little bit more. You have to eat every day. Might as well hear something that's uh, making your day a little bit more joyful in the midst of it. Peaches, National Peach Month. Okay, I put up a post on our Facebook group, Your Food Looks Funny. Check us out if you want to get in with the conversations there. But I put up four desserts. It said, which southern dessert can you leave out? So one has to go. Okay, it was banana pudding, peach cobbler, sweet potato pie, and pound cake. Now, we just talked about pound cake. It just said pound cake. It wasn't lemon. So don't try to add a flavor to it. It was just pound cake, which is just butter, flour, sugar, a bunch of stuff that you don't need to be eating anyway. It's not like any of them are really here for your health benefit in the first place. They're here for pleasure only. But... Peach cobbler was the most frequently answered one to go in the group. And I, I, again, I felt a little disrespected because I'm not a huge lover of peach cobbler. It's not like I have a t-shirt that says peach cobbler and me forever, but peach cobbler was one of the three that I could eat year round, no matter the season. Okay. Banana pudding is another one. It was my mom's favorite dessert. Banana pudding. I love it. We had a debate on this show a little while ago, or maybe it was in the Facebook group uh, where we talked about bananas don't need to go in banana pudding. And it's one of those things that's a little controversial, obviously because it's in the name. But, you know, I can spin it however I want. It's what chefs do. We make up a name for it, right? So banana pudding that I made without bananas in it, well, I could say, hey, it's colored like bananas. It was a little yellow. And then still sell it as banana pudding, right? Right. Believe. If you believe, you can achieve. But this banana pudding had no bananas. 
but the banana pudding in the picture did. So as far as this social media post, banana pudding had bananas. The sweet potato pie, I would leave off. I would leave that off. The pound cake, I would keep. Why? Because I can eat it year round. I'm not big on desserts. When I eat it, I'm going to eat like a little microscopic, a little microscopic bite. Forgive me again for messing up my words, but that's how we do around here. Trying to get it together, trying to get the mental with the words right. But pound cake, peach cobbler, banana pudding. I can eat all three of those year round. Sweet potato pie, on the other hand, I only really see it around Thanksgiving time. It's the only time I really see it. It's the only time I really saw it around my family, that is. Let me know of those four, banana pudding, peach cobbler, sweet potato pie, and pound cake. Which one could you go without? And if you don't eat dessert at all, you can still answer. I understand that some people don't eat dessert at all. But if you eat all four in in particular, which one are you leaving out and why? Again, call or text the show at 419-777-4259 to let me know your answer. And with the last thing I want to leave you was another post that I saw on social media. I didn't actually put this one up there, but I thought it was funny anyway. And somebody asked about Brussels sprouts. So I think I've talked about Brussels sprouts in many forms on here and how they've become a trendy thing uh, recently. Mm, Recently, like the past couple decades. But back when I was a kid, mostly they came out of a can. And this is what the post read. Okay, somebody said, whoever fed us the lie that Brussels sprouts are nasty in childhood deserves to be fought because a crispy Brussels sprout with balsamic glaze is undefeated, undefeated, undefeated. And Roy Wood Jr., who's a comedian, he's a writer also for uh, one of the shows on TV. I don't know what it is at the moment. Oh, I think the late show with the no, the uh, what's the show with Trevor Noah? You know what I'm talking about. That show. Um, he replied with, to be fair, Brussels sprouts wasn't getting accessorized like that back in 1987. Them joints were overboiled and buttered until 98. Brussels sprouts got sweet potatoes agent and leveled up. And I thought this was hilarious. Why? Because Brussels sprouts been winning for a little bit. But sweet potatoes, especially in the black community, been winning for a long time now, especially in my house. But all right, thank you guys for listening. Got a little long-winded on this. Hope you got some funny out of it. That's just how life is. You got to eat, people, every day. Why not eat more than you ate yesterday, right? Don't be that picky. But again, thank you guys for listening. Check out the show next week. Listen to the little aftermath after the song goes off. That song still got second out of 64 in the competition. Thank you guys for voting. I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your Food Looks Funny. And call or text or reach out to the show and let us know what you think at 419-77-PICKY or 419-777-4259.